This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so most of the time, you'd think on radio, hey, they're in a break. Nothing said. But no. Today, there's no off switch on genius. I have come up with a tremendous genius plan that I'm going to be, I'm going to be designing new clothes. Okay? It's going to be the Jeffy design. I mean, in, in, in a very short period of time, you are going to be hearing, are you wearing a Jeffy? And I'm going to tell you about that in mere moments. Welcome to the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for uh, coming along for the ride today. All right, so it was big, the big woman's day, right? The we're, Oh, yay, day without a woman, day without a woman, yay. Okay, well, here, uh, here's an idea. Uh, I, I don't necessarily want to have a day without a woman, first of all. Um, I, I'm okay with uh, women being in my life. Um, I, I'm a fan. Actually, more of a fan when they don't speak. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I like women. Okay, I like them, and and good for them, right? I mean, uh, I love them. And yeah, yes, we need women. I got it. And you don't get paid. There's no wage gap. Okay, there's no wage gap. I know you want to pretend that there is, but there isn't. It's okay. There isn't. Now, what there is is a lot of women wanting us to, you know, pretend that they're so much better than us. Whatever. How did the uh how the old women's day go? Did it uh did it go good? Was it okay? Was it all right? Did we uh, did we have a big parade? Did we all bow down and say, "Boy, today sucked. There was no women out there." Oh, um nope. That's not what happened at all. Um, in fact, what happened was you piss people off. All right, those of you that decided we're important, we're going to shut down schools. You left other women hanging. You left family members hanging that had I don't know jobs that they needed to go to to be productive in the world. So they had daycare and school that their children were going to. 
their schedules were all uprooted because of you. Oh, that's what you wanted. That's right. You wanted to realize how important you were. Um, let's see. What else happened on the Women's Day strike without a woman that took place all over the world? Oh, nothing. Um, a day without an immigrant day actually affected more people. I mean, restaurants closed and pissed more people off on that day. And it affected me, yeah, most importantly, which pissed me off. But we won't get it. <laughs> uh, I, and I now can't go to that restaurant anymore. It's very disappointing. But uh, the headline that I like the best is, Why Day Without Women's Strike Failed. <laughs> biggest Victim Contest. That's what it is, right? It's the Biggest Victim Contest. So then I see a story... And I, I know it's I know it's a, I know it's a clickbait story. I got it, and you know you got me, you got me. I, I know. And, and what website it is? Oh, BuzzFeed. And so you got me. I'm hooked. Plus size women break fashion rules for a week. Okay, I'm looking. You got me. I mean, you can't. I can't stop. It's like. You know, it's like the line, boy, you wouldn't want to see that naked. Yeah, I would. Eh, I mean, at least once, right? I'm going to look. It's like an accident. You don't want to see it, but you're going to look. You're going to look. So they get three plus-sized women that are going to dress like fashion plate women in France, in Paris. It's fashion week in Paris for Fat girls. And they, apparently they're not really sure how to dress anyway. So now they've got, they're going to do this to make us try to feel bad that we've been fat shaming them. And this is their plan. These are my legs. They exist. Look at them. No. After one time, no. So this week, we are going to be breaking plus-size fashion rules. We are trying on clothes that society has told us we shouldn't wear. No, they haven't. A long time ago, someone assembled a list of rules that bind all plus-size women. And if we just abide by them, people won't be mean to us. (laughs) But that isn't true. People are mean to us anyway. Oh, are they? Don't wear stripes. You can't wear crop tops if you're this size. That's being mean to you? No strapless dresses. Not wearing white after Labor Day. We're supposed to be dressed in a way that's flattering, and so all these rules are supposed to make us look flattering. I hate the word flattering so much that I would rather wear a steel tampon than hear this word again. Yeah, I honestly think like a whole bunch of small white people in Europe made up fashion rules, and now we're supposed to go by it. So this week, every day, we'll be having a new fashion challenge. I'm going to push myself extra and to really like just full-on show my body. I think it's actually going to be like a little harder in practice because as much as I know in my heart that these rules are nonsense, they still govern the world around us. Each day is going to be very different. One day I'll probably be loving life and the next day I'll probably be hating it. So basically I'll be like my 13-year-old self. This is the week that I'm going to conquer these fashion rules. Oh, goody. Oh, goody, goody, goody. I can't wait. Now, I will say that it was kind of, you know, kind of cute to see the plus size women, you know, go through their their little hassles, and they're you know they're pretty big women, Sheridan, Kristen, and Jasmine, and I think it's is it Sheridan? No, it might be Jasmine. 
Jasmine is the one that's, uh, I mean, she's like six foot two, size 13 shoe, looks like me. Mm. Uh, the only difference between Jasmine and me is that Jasmine has a couple of piercings, one through the nose and one through the lip, which is really, really good looking. I'm thinking about doing it because it takes your eyes away from the fat to the piercings on the face. And it's a good look. It really is. So anyway, day one, day one of the plus size challenge. Whoa. All right, I'm wearing my crop top and high-waisted pant outfit. Ooh. Apparently, Ooh. I lost a lot of weight, or at least it no, looks you like you've lost Go a ahead. lot of weight. Go ahead, Which is that. like, what? So basically, like, all of me was covered except for, like, a little strip around the middle. It was like my Achilles stomach, basically. Definitely, like, confidence boot She's kind of fun. Has this been giving you anxiety all day? Uh, yeah. yep. So the crop top and high-waisted pants day wasn't supposed to be that hard for me because I wear that often. So Do I you? wore very tight high-waisted pants and I was not for it. I'm sure it's one of those things that like I'm self-conscious about, but no one else will say anything Bingo. or notice. I just set oh, myself up here. I'm trying to be positive, but it's not working. Trust I have me, no help. idea why we did crop tops and high-waisted <laughs> pants on the first day. Nobody says anything. Like, Hi, welcome to hell. Here's my stomach. Right? I mean, uh, everybody notices. How can you, ca- you can't not notice. Did you see that fat girl with her stomach hanging out? No, I missed it. Of course you saw it. But you don't say it. I mean, being mean to me. Stop it. Who is me? Hey, fatty. Why'd you cover that thing up? Nobody says that. No one. Have, I, have you ever heard that? And if you tell me you've heard it before, I'm gonna, you and I are going to fight because I just, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Now, it's kind of a cool little thing. I mean, I got it. Look. My God, Glenn Beck is rubbing off on me. I want to feel, you know, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for him, but I get it. I do. Look, look, I'm 800 pounds. I know. I know. I'm not wearing a crap top. Okay, I'm not doing it. Unless it's for the show. But I'm not doing it. I, you know, I don't want my belly out there. And trust me when I tell you, on a side note, I'm going to stop for the plus size women for just a little bit on a side note. Um, we talked a little bit about this on Pat and Stu the other day. Uh, someone sent Stu and myself uh, a video of an old bit that we did and tagged us on Twitter. And we both were, how shall we say, less plus side less overweight than we are now. I mean, I about burned my phone. I swear to you, I, I about burned my phone. So I am back on my, I mean, I've lost about 15 pounds. It's like a bucket of water out of the ocean. I know, I got it, but I am not, I couldn't take it. I looked at that picture and was like, that is, that can't be. So I mean, when I went on my, you know, simple to lose thing, I lost about 110 pounds. And now I've gained about 75 80 back, uh, it's not, I mean, I got it. It's it's a lifestyle change, simple to lose. But I'm, I'm back with simple to lose. They are not an advertiser on this program. But I, I'm, no. That video, whoever sent that video, damn you. All right, I hope you burn in plus size hell. Well, I was just trying to help, Jeff. I didn't even think about it. It was just a funny bit. Damn you. Okay. Day two. 
Day two is short shorts. Woof. Here's why shorts are dumb. Number Woof. one, they're pants, but they don't fulfill their whole obligation. All right, stop for just a second. She's kind of funny. I like her. What's, what's her name? Is that Chris? I think that's Kristen. She's funny. She actually is funny. Now, the reason that she's funny is because she dresses like crap. Her regular dress is like crappy. She's, I mean, stop it. Some of the stuff you wore this week, Kristen, didn't look bad. The stuff that you were wearing prior to this week, wow. Okay, you look like woof. Pants that didn't try hard enough. Now they're short. They're short. I've always enjoyed like showing a little bit of like butt cheek in the back. Uh, the no, have you? That, like, have you? Can't you? Show butt cheek in the back without showing front Me cheek too. in the front. I was. Me too. I, I've always enjoyed a little bit showing a butt cheek in the back, but the problem with it is, is that you have to show a little cheek in the front. Stop it. Really worried about chafing, but oh, that yeah. didn't really happen. Well, you put some gold bond down there, you'd be fine. But I'm getting a lot of compliments, and so I'm feeling pretty cute right now. I don't know. I'm feeling comfy. Are it's you? about 60 degrees outside in LA, and it's raining, so I decided to put this on one. some tights. Hmm. Well, I had to shave my legs for like the first time in four months. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Thank you. And after everyone looked, then they turned around. Oh. I, I, that pisses me off, that whole being mean to me thing. Nobody is mean. I'm sorry. You might run across a drunk guy once in a while, you know, that's out front of the Walmart. And you cut down the hose. You might get that. You might get the drunk guy out in front of Target. You know, being mean to you, being mean to you, saying mean things like, oh, <laughs> don't go to the grocery section. You know, something like that. But in real life, no. No. I mean, we're telling our kids, don't look. Don't say anything. Mommy, look. Look at those. Look at that butt cheek in the front and the back. Don't say anything. Just keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I think it's it's sexy because it, it's oh, do like you? not over the top boobage, but it's good boobage. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I honestly, like, I, I don't mind it. As long as I ignore everything happening in my southern hemisphere, it's pretty good. I always think about the inner tube around my middle and how it <laughs> looks to other people. Think about it. Are you really, like, looking at someone's problem areas all the time when you're hanging out with them? That's weird. Yeah. No one does that. This isn't what I want. She's to right, though. That's today. what I'm saying. Really? And the joke I is, of course we are. You look so good. I don't know if it's my like state of being right now. So I think I look okay in it, but it's not something that I'm like overly excited to wear. She Nothing was. should ever she be this so tight. Good. It does not feel good, but it looks great. People say I look hot. It I don't know. It does. Don't call me Kim Kardashian. That's what I'm saying. No, be in a sorry, no. Dress and not no, be out with like twelve of your sorority sisters in Vegas. Right. All right. The one, what's her, I guess that's Sheridan. She uh, she looks great. So what? She's 800,000 pounds. So what? She looks great. We're all. She looks great. The others have a real issue. The other, Christian, uh, she, uh, uh, she's funny. Uh, she should be wearing that. That's all I'm saying. But we've all known people like her that dress like that. And it's okay. You don't, oh, that's Christian. That's Christian. Don't worry about it. Right? And she looks fine. She looks like she's good. I can't take the fat shaming. It's pissing me off. I'm supposed to feel bad. Because you made decisions in your life with your glandular problem that to be overweight. I'm sorry, no. No. Are we still on day two? Holy crap.
the whole week of these fat people. Oh, oh, good, good lord. Day four then. I remember going into the limited, the adult limited, because I was too big for limits. <laughs> and there was a dress that had black Stop and white. Stop this for a second. We're all too big for those. You know, when designers that make clothes, designers make clothes for skinny people. That's what they do. Okay. Design Ralph Lauren extra large is about a regular fat guy small. Okay. That's just the way it is. Live with it. It's not shaming. It's just that Ralph Lauren says, I'm not making clothes for fat people. Okay. If you're my size 2X, then you're a big man. Other than that, go to the big and tall size. Okay. It's just not right. That's why. I was thinking about this. You know what you don't see? Designer moo-moos. Now, when I was a little kid, there was a lady who lived across the street from us. Never saw her without a moo-moo on. She'd open the door to let her kid out of the let her kid run to school. You'd see her kind of step out of the garage when hubby came home. And, and never out of a moo-moo. And I thought and my mom would say, don't worry about it, just leave her be. And I went over there a couple times. And Hubby worked someplace, but he also, his second job, he had all these vending machines that he ran. And so in their basement was all this vending machine stuff. You know, the little plastic toys, the vending machine candy. Huh? You know there was an inventory issue when he was gone. You know there was. Honey, we had 852 chocolates. Now we only have 500. What happened? I don't know. Damn kids. I need a bigger Momo. Horizontal stripes. My mom was like, no. Like, you can't wear that. So I was yeah, like, no kidding. your dress. Oh, it feels so soft. And I kind of want to get it. You should get it. I, I it bought it like, like last week. Oh Getting to reprogram myself was A, a miracle, and B, it really opened me up to more credit card debt in the future whenever I see something cute. <laughs> see, Normally, I am right. not a very girly, feminine yeah, person. No kidding. So I decided to wear like this full on like lemons outfit. I had a lot going on there, lemons? but I loved it. I hate these pants. I feel like they make me look f***ing huge. Actually look like you, a real leopard running are. through the jungle. Like you, my ass is are. huge in them. I think I put more into it than I thought. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, the whole the lemon thing going on is, it's a summer, it's a summer look. It doesn't look bad. Christian, I will. No. And the whole leopard pants, uh, it does make you look huge. And guess what? Okay. Yeah. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Do 
2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. All right, we still got bikinis to get to. <laughs> no, I can't. We're, look, we're coming up with slogans for the new Jeffy Mumu. I can't take the plus size story anymore, okay? I got it. Uh, they broke all the fashion rules. They were wonderful. And, you know, Sheridan, Kristen, and Jasmine, thank you for your input and thank you for your doing the week of shaming. And, and, and I lo- you know, thank you. Jasmine, you can go away. I don't even want to hear from you ever again. The rest of the others can come back around. But we are working on the Jeffy Moomoo. You know, the D- Jeffy design. Now, I'm guessing probably Moomoo is already, already, I can't use it. So I got to come up with something else. The ad campaign, you know, I'm working on that. Tired of the restriction of clothes. Tired of the restriction of pants. Jeffy. I wear Jeffy or nothing at all. Oh, wait, Kelvin did that. Um, so we got, we're working on that. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. I appreciate it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Instagram at JeffyMRA, and Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio. Coming up immediately following this broadcast, Lawrence Jones... Then Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all the Saturday lineup here on the Blaze Radio Network. And Sunday, of course, you got David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie Daly. I mean, really. Let's think about it for a second. Should I listen to something else? No. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, Monday through Friday, you've got, uh, you know, Doc in the morning. Then you got that guy, um, Gladback, uh, Buck Sexton. <laughs> Chris Salcedo, Pat and Stu. Oh, yeah, don't forget about Michael Pelka. I don't forget about Buck Sexton again with his premiere show. So, again, I ask, should you be listening to something else? Should you be listening to something else? No. It's real simple. You're welcome. All right, so many of you know I spent a lot of years in Florida. And, uh, I, you know, I love Florida. 
and I could live there again. Uh, and had I not just bought my Rolls Royce, uh, I would have, you know, I could think about getting a place in Florida, but I'm a little strapped for cash right now. Uh, with my, uh, you know, the money I spent on my rolls, which was just under the, you know, by a few, a few tens of thousands of dollars for my rolls, which wasn't a roll. That particular car, yeah, it looks like one to me. But uh, there's a lot of television shows created in Florida, and I, I love them. I forget, for instance, uh, the Netflix show Bloodline. That uh, was one that I, you know, big fan of. Uh, the the boozy show Glades or whatever it was. What was that? It was nice. It was on AMC or no? It wasn't on AMC. It was on A and E. You know, like that. So there's plenty of uh, movies and things going on in Florida that are worth it. And it was it was cool to have that industry in Florida. And then the great governor uh, Rick Scott uh, decided that uh, you know what we don't want to give tax benefits to the movie industry and the television industry for coming to Florida because uh, we give them tax benefits. It's just too darn good for the state is what it is. We want other states to do that and have the advantage of bringing in all that business um, and, uh, you know, being creative. We don't want that. Well, the other night, uh, Burt Reynolds was at an awards uh, program uh, down in, uh, I think, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and he was there... <laughs> Now, this is kind of sad, actually. He was there with Bertie Higgins, one of Florida's Florida's own. Bertie was getting an award. I think he was being awarded like the Florida Orange Hall of Flame or whatever the hell they call it. And hopefully, and I know that he performed, so, oh, my gosh. You know he played his only hit. I mean, his one hit that everyone loves. And then they showed Burt Reynolds. Now, Burt's getting a little old, and I love Burt with all my heart. But he's getting up there, getting up there. Now, he, uh, they did an interview with Bert and, and Birdie, and they also showed a photo of, a, of Rick Derringer. Okay, do you remember the guitar player Rick Derringer? I don't know. My grandfather used to you know, listen to him, so, I mean, I know who he is. But, I mean, he played with, like, Edgar Winter and, and all those guys uh, back in the the hell they played together 70s late 60s something like that who knew he was still alive a b i guess he's living in florida now so he's sitting there and he looks like if you saw bernie higgins and rick derringer walk into a walmart you'd be saying hey hurry up this is an express lane that's that's all you'd say to him okay you'd be saying hey is the loaf of bread hot that's it you wouldn't be saying oh my god you're rick derringer are you bernie higgins no you would not you <laughs> you maybe I'll give you maybe knowing Bertie. No way you know who Rick Derringer is. No way. I mean, you know if Rick Rick, but you know who I am. No, and not, neither does anyone else. So anyway, Bert was asked about uh, you know the movie industry uh, and you know what it was like for him uh, in Florida. <laughs> Well, it, it, there's more more films should be shot here. It's not it's not Florida's fault because Florida's got everything. You know, it's it's the governor. What? The great honorable governor from the state of Florida? Really? 
I remember I went in to see him and I said, you know, we, we ought to be shooting more movies down here. And he said, why? I said, how did you get to be governor? <laughs> now, Bert calls the governor something here that I had never heard before. I may use it in the future. Even Bertie Higgins, Bertie Higgins said he may put it in a song. If that happens, then you will never hear me use it again. Although if we put it in a song, who would hear it? Anyway, the uh, Bertie, I'm just just joking, Bertie. I know, I know, you live in Florida, and I love you. Okay. You think he bought that? Yeah. <laughs> so he called the governor a less than smart. He was dumber than a peach orchard sow. <laughs> I mean, even Bernie sitting next to him goes, what? He's dumber than a peach orchard sow. Well, play it again. We got to hear Bernie again. I mean, he's dumber than a peach orchard sow. I'm telling you. Everybody laughs, but nobody knows what the hell a peach orchard sow is. He's dumber than a peach orchard sow. Uh, what was that, Bert? He's dumber than a peach orchard sow. I'm telling you. <laughs> So there's your weekly research, okay, is uh, what is, how smart is, how dumb are peach orchard sows? Because Bert believes that the governor of the state of Florida. He was dumber than a peach orchard sow. I'm telling you. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love you, Bert. I do. God, quit hanging around Bertie Higgins and Rick Derringer, though, bro. Got to stop doing that. So speaking of Florida, ChuckInFlorida.com is on the uh, on the horn, and he uh, always brings us some fascinating stories from the great state of Florida because uh, many people in the state of Florida, not only the governor, are... He was dumber than a peach orchard sow. I'm telling you. Wacky. Insane. Chuck at Florida.com. How are you? Greetings, Jeffy. How's things over there in the lovely state of Texas? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Can we come shoot a film over there? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they're offering incentives in Texas. Come on, Florida, listen up. And Georgia. Yeah. And oh, is, don't get me started on Georgia. Is Louisiana still offering it or are they done? Uh, they're almost done. I, I think there are certain counties like in Florida that have uh, scrounged up a few measly bucks here and there. Right. And, you know, they, they just don't understand the amount of 10 times uh, refund or, or I should say return on investment from investing in films. It's just the most I could go a whole another hour on that. So don't get me started. Just really put out by it. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's a, a well-known fact now that, uh, you know, the governor, along with many other people in Florida, are... He was dumber than a peach orchard sow, I'm telling you. So are, are you aware of what a, how smart or dumb a peach orchard sow is? If it's anything like the governor in the state of Florida, it's got to be pretty damn dumb. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, there's, there is a, uh, a, a very great correlation that the state of Georgia has proven yet again... Uh, the more you invest in local businesses that uh, uh, I should say in, in out-of-state businesses that want to come to your state and film, the greater the return on your investment. Uh, at one point, uh, Georgia only had a $5 million investment. 
they were getting like a $15 million return. And so the governor says, hey, guess what? The math kind of does itself here. If we just give them a tax break up front, they're going to spend a lot more money in the state, and we're going to have a lot more people hired. And if we make our incentive program actually force them to hire like 60% of their crew and local staff, then that means we're going to put more people to work, and they're going to have to build like extra schools and more housing and even restaurants and gas stations because they build entire cities in Georgia now to support the film industry. But yet, Florida, yet again, gets dumped on. He was dumber than a peach orchard salad. <laughs> uh, that uh, for the great state of Florida's honorable governor. Thank you, Burt Reynolds. I swear to God, that, that man did more for film in the 70s. And if, if, I, uh, if I had gotten here 10 years earlier, I would have gone to um, FSU, to, to his uh, duly named school of... Um, uh, cinematography there at FSU. I, 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 that was my dream as a child was to go to the Burt Reynolds School of Acting, which really became the FSU um, College of Motion Pictures. So, Chuck. Nonetheless, Chuck, we have stop, great stop, stories stop, stop, from Florida because they're so stupid. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. There's a couple things we're going to talk about before we get to whatever stupid stories you have. <laughs> one yeah, is your show, sir. No, whatever, one, whatever you like. One, one is uh, it's nice to have you back in the echo chamber. Thank you. I don't know what room you're broadcasting from, but it sounds great, Chuck. Shit. I turned on the computer, okay, Skype so, updated itself again, and then all the settings. No, are that's up. fine. Don't worry about it. I love uh, the way we sound on this now. Second. Uh, first of all, I'm sad for you for not living your dream. Okay, well, I'm very I'm sad for you. I'm living it vicariously in my fifties now. I'm how? Uh, 50 this year. I mean, can we can we talk to Bert? Can we make your dream come true? Because I mean, children all over the world, let alone the country of the United States of America, have dreamed and still are dreaming of going to the <laughs> Bert Reynolds School of Cinematography. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you ask any kid across America today, what do you dream of? I'm dreaming of going to the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography at SFSU. You, you know you Stop love Smokey it. and the Bandit in the 70s just like the rest of us. That was the one of the greatest movies I for our generation. Honestly, don't push your luck with me with that Our Generation crap. <laughs> I'll cut you off this show so damn fast. That Our Generation. And second, not once. While I do... Like Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. And there are several characters throughout that movie that are tremendous. And while I do like the Trans Am five-speed soundtrack with the Burt Reynolds driving the automatic, I love that. Right, right, Not that right. I noticed. Because, I mean, you wouldn't notice that unless you went to the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography. <laughs> uh, is that Use the, use the soundtrack of the five-speed. Use that it. Was... <laughs> The Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography never existed. It was something that I guess he put his money into FSU and helped them build the actual College of Motion Picture Arts in Tallahassee, which is phenomenal oh, course, for filmmakers. Of course, you know, of course, and it's, course, it's Chuck. an accredited Chuck, school. So you know, Burt Reynolds School of Acting or Cinematography, or whatever. That was just something that he dreamed up to try to build more business. Oh, to Florida course. never came to fruition. Of so. course, man, are you testy? 
No, I'm and just upset about sudden, Florida. You're upset because I'm making fun of your little Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography. I'm sorry, okay? I'm not yeah, really no, sorry. No, it's, I'm it's not really not sorry. sorry because you're the one that's not living your dreams, pal. You're the one that said to me, if it had been 10 years earlier, make your dream come true today. Okay, it do 14, it today, man. Chuck. Give me a break. <laughs> do it today, Chuck. I'm doing it. I, I actually had to leave the state last month to work on a picture because there's no films in Florida. I mean, zero. They're pulling out all of the TV shows, all of the uh, the the. I mean, you you know the sad story about Tampa losing uh, a film that um, uh, Ben Affleck was working on and and actually recreated an entire. Good for city Tampa. Street. Yeah, right. Good for Tampa. <laughs> Get Ben Affleck the heck out of there. Yeah, well, I, it wasn't a great movie anyway. Oh, I still, know. It was uh, a movie. That's right. It was still a film. Now, yeah, Ben Affleck, yeah. I believe, actually may have gone to the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography, but go ahead. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been an improvement. <laughs> uh, He's yes. not one of my favorites. Sorry. I didn't even like him in Batman. That was not, just not a very good film. Uh, no kidding. He, he didn't make a very good Batman, I'm no, afraid. No, he did not. And yeah. it was good that they finally got along, though, because they both had a mom with the same name. But hey, what do Martha. I <laughs> I, Chuck, I, I don't even want to hear your stupid stories now. I'm sad because you didn't get an opportunity to go to the Burt Reynolds oh, no, School I, of it, Cinematography. It, it, I've, I've made how much are you better living? use of how my are you time. I'm, I'm doing so much better now. I, I, I just live my, my dreams a little late like the rest of us. That, are you, uh, are you, don't, approach see, there you go. There you go. You're, on, you're, you're, we're, we're clo- you're close to being cut off. <laughs> you're close to being cut off with this generation stuff. Okay? I want, no, I'm I forcing you. I want you to of. live your dreams. I, I do every day, Jeffy, and especially Saturday mornings when I get to talk to you. Thanks so moving for, on. Thanks for calling. <laughs> thanks for calling ChuckInFlorida.com. <laughs> Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Intruder arrested near entrance to the White House, says source on CNN. I'd tell you what more is to the story, but I can't because I don't want to enable the flash on CNN Go! I would just like to read the story when I go to the website, please. Speaking of the White House. What the heck? Why are we giving why are we giving our man a hard time for firing this these Attorney, so what? Right? We'll, we'll talk about it. But I just want you to know there was an intruder. I guess he's been. I guess he's been arrested, but I wouldn't know since I can't get to the story because I haven't enabled the flash on CNN. Go! This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.